The Donut Bag is brought to you by Penn Highway Marketplace, the marketplace for vintage goods, quality collectibles, and handmade crafts. It's where I get all my sports memorabilia. Go to facebook.com slash penhighway. That's facebook.com slash P-E-N-N-H-W-Y and mention I sent you. It's getting to be that time. Oh, <laughs> it boy. It finally. Is. Finally, it's been. It's, it's it's the the football off season. There really is no football off season, but still, these past few months have been rough with no football. It, it's rougher when uh, they've done a lot to be excited about. You know, last year it was like, well, we'll get to see how Kenny Pickett is, and now it's you know, great draft, um, pretty strong and active in free agency. So yeah, I mean, this is probably the most hype I can remember about camp and going into Latrobe in, in a number of years. It's a totally different, like it's, it's crazy how, what, a, what a year makes last year we were saying, Ooh, I wonder if Kenny Pickett, I wonder what we knew he was going to play at some point. It's like, Ooh, I wonder when he, when's going to play. I wonder how good Mitch Trubisky will be. Ooh. Yeah. It was all about the quarterbacks last year. It really yeah. was. And, and, uh, and they, basically, it seemed like the plan was okay. Let's get Mitch ready, and then if, uh, if you know Kenny can just do you know just just learn on the sideline, and mm-hmm. so yeah. so this year it's totally different. We know it's going to be Kenny, and he's going to actually play with the ones and and practice with them, which will be nice. It's you know yeah, what no- a concept. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Somehow, somehow the powers of be thought that wasn't a great idea last year, which uh, I think was a you know you everyone says oh TJ Watt TJ Watt yeah that made a difference, but when you bring in a quarterback that got no time in the preseason with the starting you know offensive line, offensive pet weapons uh, that contributed to that 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 two and seven start or whatever it was, um, you know just big time. Looking back at it, that yeah that was not. That was not very smart. Um, I mean, you know, they get Mitch and, you know, th- they acquired him. I don't know if they thought they were going to get Kenny Pickett. I'm sure they were go- They thought they were going to get some quarterback, but they didn't, they didn't think they would get Kenny Pickett. Mm-hmm. And then they still say, well, let's just see how Mitch does. And, you know, Kenny will play eventually. It's like, OK, but. You, you you really did not do much much uh, service to Kenny there last year. So, yeah, you know, and it's and I think there's a little bit of truth to the fact. There's probably a little bit of pressure. Uh, well, I don't even know what's pressure is as it is as much as let's figure out what the problem is because there's still some Kenny Pickett naysayers. Um, but you know, and they, you can say it's Penn Staters hating on Pitt or or whatever. I think that's there's a little bit of that. And, and as a Penn State alumnus. If you're a Penn Stater, it's just hating on him because he's from Pitt. You're an idiot. I'm just gonna tell you that right now. Yeah, um, yeah. That, that's that's talk, talk about cutting off your nose to spite your face. Like, oh, right. I yeah. hate. I love the Steelers, but I hate Kenny Pickett. It's like, well, you know what? Find another team then. That's just yeah. That's I mean, just you're weird. just a stupid fan. I mean, it's, you know what? <laughs> I mean, it, he's a Stealer now. You know, Pat Fryermuth's a Steeler. Uh, you know, we we all love uh, you know uh, James Conner when he was a Steeler. You know, I, so it, that that stuff bothers me. But you know, it, it's. I think a big part of that comes down to Joe is if they succeed this year. So I think, you know, last podcast we did, we all had them at double digit wins. They're going to get the double digit wins. We got, or if they actually, if they don't get there, they don't get to the double digit wins. Okay. It's either maybe it is Kenny or maybe it's Matt Canada. Um, I tend to still 
or injuries yeah. or something. Or injuries. Yeah. I still lean towards Matt Canada, but um, you know, Pickett does have a decent weaponry around him. So you know, if he if he were to struggle a little bit, there there could be and 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 you know, no matter where he. I think he went to college. It could have been Pitt, Penn State. It could have been Miami, whatever. He's coming on behind a Ben Roethlisberger, you know, and I don't care what you say. Those are just big shoes to fill, um, in, 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 especially in Pittsburgh. You know, when you have an elite star like that, whether they're a Steeler, a Pirate, um, you know, a Penguin, it, it's big. It's big shoes to fill. Yeah. Yeah, when when Sidney Crosby retires, whoever whoever comes after him, who no matter who it is, you know who's going to ever be the star. That's 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 it's just going to be huge. You don't you don't want to be the guy to follow the guy, <laughs> right? Right. I mean, and, and you and I, but a lot of Steelers, I had to say our age here, Joe. They don't realize what we went through after Bradshaw till we got to you know Big Ben. Uh, we had some flashes, uh, Neil O'Donnell there for a little while. Uh, Cordell Stewart probably still underappreciated to this day, uh, but yeah, I mean. There was flashes here and there, but nothing like until we got Ben. Uh, the the period after Terry Bradshaw was when I first started um, following the Steelers, and it was, I mean, <laughs> I, I don't know, I don't know if anybody faced more hate in in Pittsburgh than than Cliff Stout. Oh. He was, my goodness. What what were we doing? His oh, crime I, was he wasn't Terry. He wasn't good. He wasn't good Terry quarterback, Bradshaw. and he wasn't Terry Bradshaw. My goodness! Right. I, I, if 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 <laughs> what's what's that saying? If 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 I was in a room, if I had a gun with with one bullet, if I had a gun with two bullets, and Cliff Stout, Bin Laden, and Hitler were, were in the room, I would shoot Cliff T- Stout twice. <laughs> I know. I, know. I mean, he was such a and then. Poor Mark Malone. Oh my goodness. Yeah, I, and you know, I mean, yeah, yeah, and like I said, there were some flashes there, but yeah, Rick Strong. I mean, and then uh, Steve oh, Bono, you know, Bono, David Woodley. Yep, yep. Who is the kid? Kent Graham. Remember Kent Graham? Oh, I mean, Kent Graham. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Kent oh. Graham, star. Jim Miller. Uh, oh, yeah. Oh, oh yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 And then you, you had the uh you know you had um but anyway, I mean I think that's what it comes down to. And I know supposedly in OTAs, Matt Canada was making changes. But what kind of changes are we gonna see, Joe? And that should come out now in Latrobe. Were they just slight tweaks or were they significant changes? And honestly, I, I gotta hope it's significant because I still feel these last two years a, a lot of that's on Canada. I just, I just do, you know, I, I mean, I think there was things that we've talked about for last year on this podcast of yours uh, that, that we felt were at least even your basic knowledge of football, he could have ran better plays at better times. Uh, it, it just, you know, even being at a football game, whether it's on a couch or at a Steeler game, like everyone looked like, what are you doing? Uh, so that, that's got to go away. Um I really feel like that because, I mean, he's on a one-year contract. You know, we talked about that in December. You know, um, why don't you just buy it out, bring in someone new? But apparently they're going to let it ride out. <clears throat> it's excuse after excuse with, with uh, Matt Canada. First it was, well, he's 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 with Ben Roethlisberger and Ben's old and he can't really run his offense. And then last year was, as well, Kenny's just a rookie and you can't run the whole offense. The excuses are over. Yeah. Remember That's I wrote it. that. 
No more excuses. Held that up to the camera a couple. That's times. right. No more excuse. That's it. This is it, dude. Yep. Um, yeah. That is, I think, the biggest, the two biggest questions is how is Kenny Pickett going to progress and what the heck is Matt Canada going to do? And I mean, I've I've heard like like some really reputable people say they have serious doubts about Matt Canada, but it just might be a situation where even if you have a lousy coordinator, you got some good talent right now. You got, you know, Kenny yeah. will be better. Najee, hopefully he's healthy. He'll he'll be better. Yeah. Um, uh, Pickens will be better. Deontay Johnson will be fine. And now you got Allen Robinson or um uh, or, or Calvin Austin, whoever whoever gets there. Uh Fryermuth will be will be good or better. So I mean you have the, the potential for a good offense here. The offensive line got better. So <laughs> you'd it, it, you'd almost have to you'd almost have to like be like a Ron Hextall like um double agent oh. to, to screw this up. Right. And and I think that you just hit on a really good key point there. It all got better. Is it is it superior? No, like Mason Cole, hey, he, he did a good job last year. He started all those games. Would I put him as a top five center in the NFL? No. Uh, if that was one area I wish they would have addressed in the draft was a center, maybe on free agency. Because if anything happens to Cole, they're gonna they're gonna be in a pickle. Um, so you know, but but he started 17 games, he's a decent center, he's serviceable, we got the job done. That's what you needed there. Uh, you have kind of a good problem, right? You have Broderick. Do you, do you get Broderick uh, Jones in there? Do you rotate Dan Moore Jr. or Chucks um, on that side? You know, I mean, they got a tall order. Week one, they're going against the number one defense in the NFL from last year that actually got better because they brought in Hargrave. So you're going against Bosa, the defensive player of the year, and you bring in Hargrave. Uh, that offensive line is going to have its hands full. So the Steelers have a big test week one. Even though finally at home, you know, thank you, I guess, but uh, seven years, but they're at home, but they have a, it's not like they're playing, you know, uh, the Jaguars or the Texans. They're playing, they're playing the Niners. Big test. Yeah. Huge test. But you're right. I mean, all that stuff, Najee, uh, Najee, good to receive. And don't forget they brought in Miles Boykin, uh, Boykin. You know, uh, the other kid, uh, uh, they got late in that round, the tight end, a lot of people could. Washington. Yeah. He could be a dark horse, and, and poor Gentry might be on his way out after this year with that. Yeah, you know, uh, you got Fryermuth to be healthy. I mean, all of those things. We have a we have a reliable field goal kicker, um, so that's why there's no more excuses. Everything's in place for them to be better offensively. So, are they going to take the step or not? And I got to say, I'm not unless Kenny Pickett's horrible. Let's say we get to week eight and he's thrown five touchdowns and twelve interceptions. Okay, he's not going good. I don't think that's going to be the case. Um, I, I think it comes down to Matt Canada. <laughs> I do. Yeah. yeah, yeah. It's 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 possible he could screw this up. So yeah. we'll see. We'll see. Yeah. yeah, I'm I'm excited to see what Allen Robinson is going to do. Um, I've always I've always said I, I've said for for the past few years get get an adult in the room. Nothing, not, not that there's anything wrong with, you know, having, having young guys at wide receiver, but still have a veteran presence in there, I think helps a lot. And, yeah. and from what I've heard, he's like, a, he's just a great pro and, you know, they're not asking much of him. He's, he's basically going to be the slot guy. So I, I, th- I think this is going to work really well. And Pickett needs a slot guy and he doesn't need a slot guy. That's going to go and, uh, 
you know, get the first down and put the ball on the ground and be going like this. And when the time on the clock's running and I mean, total oh, moron. Oh um, God. You know, but uh, good luck bears. Uh, but, <laughs> uh, I mean, really, I think we got Allen Robinson, you know, I mean, uh, no, you're right. And, and Kenny needs a slot guy. So, so that helps out. He's a sound mind and body. He's a smart football player. Uh, he's actually still 29, you know? So, I mean, uh, our, our, our offensive line, uh, or our offense is very, very young, Joe. Um, very young, yeah. Hey, are we going to the Super Bowl this year? Probably not. But boy, if they can make some strides, 2025 might be a really fun year. But they got to build on it this year. Maybe 2024. We'll see. Yeah, we'll see. Um, right. I, I, I like where they're heading. I like, you know, the, you know, getting. Getting Broderick Jones, that uh, Isaac Samalu at left guard, that should, that, you know, that should help. Um, got a lot of, um, a lot of depth in case anybody does go down. That's that's nice. So um, another another person that's having big questions this year is Najee Harris. He's almost he's almost like in Matt Canada territory. It's like, okay, the first year, well, okay, you had an off horrible offensive line. Okay. Second year, okay, you're hurt. It's like, bro, you gotta you gotta put up or shut up. You know, not that he's not that he's bad, but I don't know. Yeah. Yeah, I, I would agree with that. I, I but I think I think a lot of us have seen flashes of what he can do when he's on. Um, so you know, now they've up the offensive line. Uh yeah. I think he could have a big year. And I think he does. You're right. I think he has to have a, a big year. Um, and, and that's just going to be all the more well to balance out that offense. Uh, but because running backs aren't getting a lot of love right now, you yeah. know, uh, Saquon Barkley is not getting a lot of love. They're just not getting uh, valued like they were. I mean, Jerome Bettis went off on it today and on a, uh, on ESPN about it, you know, with, with uh, Chris Mortensen, you know, uh, uh, I think it was Mortensen, but, they just, you know, kind of getting disrespected. So, um, yeah, Najee needs to have a big year. Uh, I think catching it out of the backfield too, which is part of the Mac Canada offense. Uh, he's a guy, he's kind of a running back that you want to see do that. Can he make progress? Can he step up? Cause he needs to step up a little bit too and take the pressure off Kenny Pickett. Yeah. Yeah. And it sounds like they're going to try to do like a run heavy offense, which is fine. Um, so <laughs> it's, yeah. It's it's right there. It's right there, dude. Right yep. there. It's just well, when you, you know. think like think back to that Ravens game last year. You know, we're seven to nine going into that game. Uh and and he kind of took over that second half. And then that pass from Kenny Pickett to him, that was that was beautiful. Uh you can't tell me you know, Kenny Pickett's not a good quarterback. That was a that was a hard pass to make, and he made it right, right. to Najee. And Najee kind of took over that game in in the second half in particular. So he, it's there. It is definitely there. Yeah. Yeah. And who knows what Jalen Warren's going to do? I mean, he, you know, great yeah. rookie year. Who, who, he might take a step up, too. So that might be really interesting. I know in in fantasy uh, football, it's it, people are down on Najee, but basically because they think Warren is going to it's almost going to be like a 50 50 split or something like that. Like, yeah. Well, I think it's, I mean, everyone talks about that now. You know, when you look at one of the big things about Atlanta Falcons is they have like a three-headed monster at running back, you know, uh, and like each guy might get seven touchdowns this year, uh, you yeah. know, and it's, um, but that's the way the NFL, we've kind of joked about that on here before. If, and I can go back and look for my league in like, say, 2005 when we drafted. And I think one quarterback in the first 12 picks, 
all 11 picks running back. And that was from like 05 to, you know, maybe 09. And then all of a sudden it started the shift. So it's been a big paradigm shift in the NFL. And you say, well, it's fantasy football. Okay. It's fantasy football, but fantasy football is really a direct, you know, descendant of what's actually going on in the real league. You know, now you look at our drafts, Joe, at least in my league, it's receiver, receiver, maybe a running back, quarterback, yep. quarterback, you know, maybe one or two running backs, maybe. It used so, to be like the first 10 picks for running backs. Maybe even more. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe more. And now, yeah. and now it's like, I think I saw like maybe two or three in the top 10 or top 12 or something like that. Like, right. yeah, times have changed. Big they really time. have. They really yeah. have. So, you know, um, but it's still, even despite that, I, I think not, if Najee can have a solid year, Warren can have a solid year. You figure if Najee can, if Najee gets around nine or 10 touchdowns and Warren gets four or five, you know, <clears throat> that that's what you need. That's fine. You know, that's yeah. fine. Yeah. I'm, I'm, I would be very happy with a two headed monster. I think, I think yeah. that would be just fine. Um, I'm also interested to see how they're going to use Connor Hayward. Um, yeah. Running back, tight end, H back, full back, little all the above. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know how he's going to be deployed. That might, might that might be interesting to see how how that ends up. It, it really is, and I think a lot of us want to see him succeed based on how much his city's embraced his brother and how much his brothers embraced this city. Um, you know, so yeah, I mean, I think that's definitely one to watch. Uh, see if he can make some noise in camp and, and see what we can see out of him. Uh, but the talent levels there. And uh, I know for a fact, we'll say how, that he's been practicing with him. Uh, I got a chance to talk to him for a little while last week um, at an undisclosed location where he was practicing with his brother. And he's just as nice as his brother. Um, really good guy. And uh, I think Steeler Nation are really going to be happy about this kid. Oh, very cool. Um, yeah, I just saw um, Kim Hayward had his celebrity softball thing. And, uh, and, uh, it's just really cute how he is with his brother. And, and, and I mean, Cam Hayward is God, it's been, what's this is 13th year, 12th year. Um, you know, you wonder how long he's going to keep going and, and he's still playing at a high level, but I wonder if he's just wants to keep him going longer just so he could keep playing with his brother. Cause that's so cool that they get to play with each other. Yeah, I agree. Uh, it's definitely going to be interesting. And, uh, you know, in, in some of these rookies that they drafted, I, I think uh, a lot of these rookies, I mean, we're not going to see them start, but I think they're going to make some impact. Uh, and you have some guys you brought in, Cole Holcomb and, and Ellen Don Roberts uh, from the Dolphins. You know, uh, Holcomb's coming in injured, which was the concern. He only played seven games last year uh, for the sk- or for the Commanders. Look at me going Redskins, Joe. Uh, <laughs> for the Commanders. And uh, from what uh, they're saying, he's far from game ready. So, you know, they, they don't have a lot of depth behind those two. So it's going to be interesting to see how they play. Roberts could get some significant time in Latrobe and maybe even in preseason before they feel Holcomb's ready. Uh, and he might be able to, you know, he, he had 107 tackles last year, career year for him. Uh, so, you know, I don't think there's a lot of expectations because of the Holcomb thing, um, but he might come in and really surprise a lot of people there. So I think that's one battle, if you want to call it a battle, that's one position I'll be watching see what they do with that defensively. Yeah. Yeah. Um, inside linebacker is one of the biggest question marks. Mm-hmm. You know, they, they, they replaced both inside linebackers 
we have, nobody knows how it's going to be. And, and hopefully they just change their philosophy from uh, the Ryan Shazier, uh, the inside linebacker that has to do it, everything and, and, and run the whole thing to, uh, you know, hopefully that they, they, they've changed their philosophy because you just can't find, you know, elite inside linebackers. There's only a few in the whole league. So you gotta, you gotta shift. And I think, I think they have, um, hopefully Holcomb is okay because I think they're depending, they're going to depend on him a lot. Roberts, not so much. I think he's the, the secondary one, but I think they expect a lot of things from Holcomb. So hopefully he, he does well, but if not, there's also that Mark Robinson who, um, it'll be his second year. So, yep. It's always fun. And I guess this is probably true in most NFL cities, but it always seems like with the Steelers, there's somebody that comes out of nowhere. And and what if any but Pittsburgh Yinzers love anything, they love an underdog. Uh, so you know, it'd be interesting to see who that guy might be this year, uh, coming out of camp. And it could be Roberts, you know, he's gonna have a chance. Uh, I think you're right. I think the initial thing is Holcomb's gonna be our guy. Um, but it's it's just interesting, and I'm kind of I'm I'm kind of always intrigued to see who that guy might be. Yeah. Yeah. We, we fall in love with somebody. And yeah. uh, a few years ago, it was, um, what's his name? The, the, the quarterback that was like a, a rocket scientist. I forget his name. Oh, uh, yes. And, and I think he's with, now he's with, I think he was with, with Cleveland. Right. Uh, and then, and then it was, um, and then it was Duck Hodges. And Duck then Hodges. it was, yeah. Um, yeah. And then it was someone else. And, you know, there, there's always some, yeah, there's always someone. I remember that, when it was Eric Green, you know, and then Eric yeah. Green became a legitimate player in the NFL for a number of years, you know. And so, I mean, it's, it's it, like I said, it's not every year, but just about every year, there's always somebody. Uh, and boy, Inter fans just hitch their start to him, like, oh, you know, you got to play him more. And uh, <laughs> so that could be interesting to see too. And, uh, you know, but we got a lot of good free agents in, in the cornerback position. You see if Levi Wallace comes out and what's he going to do? Uh, is Joey Porter Jr. You know, that that's kind of a, all eyes will be on him. Yeah. You know, uh, Patrick Peterson. Um, you know, there's there's just a that's you know, what I'm saying we said at the top of the show here. There's so much to watch and to be yeah. excited about. Uh, so it's just like, wow, who's he, how's he going to do? How's he going to do it? I think the Pittsburgh media is going to be pretty busy <laughs> with reporting out on a lot of different players. There, yeah. Yeah. Um, I know. I, I always go out like, like once or twice to, uh, yeah. to Latrobe. I, I love going out there. Um, yeah. Patrick Peterson, by the way, we acquired basically a future hall of famer. You know, yeah. That's, yeah. By the way, amazing. Oh, by, oh, yeah. by the way, BT Dubs, we, we got a, this guy's going to be in the hall of fame. I mean, it's possible it could be a disaster, but I highly doubt it. He seems like he has a great attitude about it. And he wanted, and you know, and again, we we talk about this a lot. And, and in fact, it, um, you know, we were talking before we started the podcast. I'm in Iowa this week. I swear, like out of the last five times we've done a show, I'm I was in Miami, Memphis, Iowa, Iowa, um, and I was just in this room full of sports guys today. It's you know the business I work in, and they all. There's nobody else from Pennsylvania, right? They all love Mike Tomlin. I mean, they make a point to say to me, man, you've got the greatest coach. And uh, and it's so funny to me, the dichotomy of that, because you go into Allegheny County and, and anywhere, and, and it's like, well. It's like 50-50, well, and they want him fired. And yeah. They said, well, Patrick Peterson wanted to play for Mike Tomlin. He couldn't resist passing that up. 
So it's players. It's everybody outside of the Pennsylvania, probably West Virginia line, um, who just I love Mike Tomlin. Uh, so it just it always kind of makes me smile. I, uh, and and it's 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 always funny. You tell those people, it's like, believe it or not, in Pittsburgh, he's not that popular. They're like, what? Are you nuts? Like, they, it's that's true. Exactly about this week, Monday and Tuesday. Like, how could you guys not like him? Like, well, he's only had three playoff wins in 12 right. years, and they've missed the playoffs three out of the last five. I know, never a losing season, but yeah. It, and, <laughs> and I know one thing that's a fact, whether you like it or not, Steeler Nation, is if the Steelers were to part ways with him, say next year, and I don't think they will, uh, he would be signed the next day somebody would pick him up without question and then how would this city react if like say he goes to detroit an example a young and upcoming team i don't know or, if they're as good as everybody thinks or they are cleveland or something yeah right. what if he goes somewhere and like like wins a championship or something like that yeah, right away we would lose our minds they would we would lose our minds so you know it's it's a it's a fine line, but it, it is funny. You know, there's a guy here from Vegas, a couple guys from Texas. They all, I mean, these are Cowboys fans. You got the best coach. I wish we had Mike Tallman. If we had Mike Tallman, we win a Super Bowl. We're in a Super Bowl right now. They yeah. may be right. I don't know. <laughs> it's just I don't know. Um, yeah. But they adore no. him. He's no, he is well adored. It is. It is. The, yeah. The, I've heard the same thing from anybody outside Pittsburgh. They're like. My God, you have the best coach. He is so, he is so awesome. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and yet, and, and I get it. I get you know the people that that don't like him because you, you they think we, we're settling for mediocrity. Like like we like being nine and eight and then having that non losing streak. It's like no, he doesn't. He doesn't like it. Nobody likes it. You know. But those are those are the circumstances. But there were a couple of those years, like the year Ben got hurt. The, the entire season that was that was just a masterful coaching job by Tomlin to get them to above 500. Oh, yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, last year was a pretty good coaching job considering you had what you had with the offense and you know Mitch Trubisky sucking and, and Kenny Pickett pick a rookie and the and and Matt freaking Canada and all this stuff and, and still them getting over 500. That was impressive too. So you know yeah he he, he is he is a great coach. Um, but yeah, some people some people don't like that. It's like no nobody's happy with nine and eight. Trust me, nope, no. nobody. No, and then you know you had um oh my gosh, why am I having a bad time with names? Shouldn't be doing this. The offensive lineman that was the uh, the 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 uh, the veteran from the army, um, Villanueva. Villanueva went on that with Pat McAfee last week and was saying that he feels like Mike Tom is wasting his time as a football coach. He could be a right. a senator, <laughs> a, you know. A, whatever in charge of uh you know fema or something like right that. right something yeah, he's like wasting that. his time <laughs> and, yeah and, and there may be some truth to that i mean he is well loved i mean he doesn't open up but they they ran a, a bio on him on espn last year before the season started about all this work he does in africa and he's a, a beautiful person a wonderful person and uh but you know in 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 yinzer us yinzers you know we also part of us like well yeah i want a super bowl we haven't been to a super bowl the super bowl you <laughs> won was with towers players there's some validity to that, but then I think you know again, uh, it's a it's a fine line to walk. It's uh, funny I'm that sorry. the criticism is he's only been in two Super Bowls in the last um, thirteen years. How many how many teams have been in two Super Bowls in in the last thirteen years? There's there's a very there's a very small number that have been in multiple Super Bowls, and and a lot that have been in zero Super Bowls. But that's that's oh he's only been in two Super Bowls. What oh yeah. wow. 
the one guy was from this week uh, in my session series from Chicago. He goes, I will give you my firstborn child if we get a mic. <laughs> there. He goes, and I'm dead serious. I'll sign your contract with you right now. It's like, <laughs> it's, you know, and it is. I mean, we are, we are fortunate. I mean, Bears, Chicago fans are passionate, but boy, the Bears haven't given them much uh, in a long time. They had that one flash in the pan where they got their, their, their asses smacked by the Colts in that Super Bowl. Uh, and, and that was just, you know, pretty bad. Yeah. Uh, and, and that's all they've had to hang their hat on since Super Bowl 20, you know? Um, and yeah. So you, you, uh, you do realize when you, when you're at where I'm at this week in a room full of sports guys who are passionate about their NFL teams, that even though we haven't had a greatest playoff rag run or record in the last couple of years, we're still been pretty fortunate. And there's a lot of people are envious of us. <laughs> so yeah um, um another thing about my Tom Tomlin is apparently he is just uh, he's just a great boss apparently what he does is he's always communicating with people and he tells you exactly what he, what exactly what he expects and what, what and where you're at i wish i had a boss like that we all do we all wish we had <laughs> a lot of times your boss ain't that great yeah right right yeah no Everybody seems to love playing for him, uh, you know. So yeah, I mean, even with Devin Bush, uh, you know, there it wasn't a lot of. Uh, it didn't seem like they get along, but didn't get real public. I mean, he didn't come out and said he hated Mike Tomlin or anything. He kind of went his way. Uh, he didn't end up being probably one of the GM and, and Mike Tomlin's worst draft picks over the last couple of years. But still, it seems to be like Teflon a little bit, you know. Like I, I don't know. Um, so, yeah, it, but but that's why there's definitely no more excuses for Canada. It, we said earlier in the show here, but there's also not a lot of excuses for Tomlin, too. I hate to say that. And we just got done talking about how fortunate we are, but you're starting to build a younger team again. So all that stuff, when you had Ben and A.B., despite him being a psycho, uh, and, and Le'Veon Bell in, in all their prime, not being able to win the big one, well, you could possibly have another run getting set up for that with Kenny and Najee Harris and, you know, Pickens. I mean, who knows? I don't want to get that far ahead of us yet. But that's what I'm saying, Joe. If they, if they have a solid year, let's see. A solid year to me this year would be maybe getting the ASC conference game or maybe, you know, a semifinal game. Let's say we lose the Chiefs in overtime. Chiefs go on and do what they do. Um, but, boy, that makes next year a lot more fun. But that's where I think they need to be for me to get real excited about next year. Let's say, like – 10 and seven and win a playoff game. I think that would be a huge success of a season. I think, I think most of us would be okay with that. Um, you know, a lot of the experts have us nine and eight or eight and nine. Um, a few people a little bit higher than that. Um, you know, we had a little bit higher than that. All of us had them in double digits, I think in the teens for some of us, but yeah, um, that would be great. It is amazing. I don't think I've ever seen this in my life that in Pittsburgh, there's general, optimism and they think like us like oh we can win 10 games maybe 11 maybe i've even heard 12 maybe we could go 12 and 5 or something like that but outside pittsburgh last in the afc north oh my god look how good baltimore is yeah. in cincinnati and cleveland oh my god there's no way the pittsburgh will be good look pittsburgh's gonna suck this year because they don't know they, you know, they 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 look at Kenny Pickett and say, "Well, well, he sucks." Look at his number. Uh, they, yeah. they, you know, they like, "Oh, would you? Who'd you get? Isaac Sayamala? Who's that?" You know, so it's like, 
they they look at yeah. this whole thing and, and just think, oh, they're gonna stink. Like I I've it's so crazy the difference between inside Pittsburgh and outside Pittsburgh of how they're gonna do this here. Yeah, yeah, that's true. And and I, you know, they they had that the other day uh with uh the forecast there from Yahoo and, and average, you know, they pulled from like nine or ten media sources across the country. Kenny Pickett's average quarterback ranking is 20th, you know, from pulling all those things. I think the highest magazine had him ranked 17th. Uh, but everybody had him between 17 and 20. I, I think a lot of us feel he's better than that. I do. Uh, and again, is this the year he's going to show it? Or is Matt Canada going to be the reason he doesn't show it? And that's that's the thing. That's what we're going to see week to week. Um, it just <laughs> That's what it's going to come down to. Um, and, and I think you, you made a great point with Najee Harris. Uh, he needs to step up having a solid year this year too. Uh, that's on him. Because I, I think Matt Canada is going to give him the chances. I, I really do. And that, that one you can't blame on Canada. If, if he's getting 20, 20 touches a game or 18 touches a game, he better be making the best of those 18 to 20. It's a, this is it. This is it. Yeah, like we said, no more excuses for Matt Canada, no more excuses for, for Najee Harris, provided he's healthy. This is it because he got it. Well, what, he's in year three or four? Three. He's, oh, he was he was drafted in 21. So this is his his third year. Yeah, he's um, so yeah, it's time to and yes, it does suck being a running back right now. Uh, you know, it just it just it's just such a horrible system. You get drafted, you've got if you're drafted in the first round as a running back, you're there for four years, then that fifth year option. So there right. first five years you're with the same team. Then if they decide to do the franchise tag, that's only 10 million. That's pretty reasonable. So that's that's your sixth year. You get your first six years of the league. The average um, player, like, like it's like three, four years, something like that. So it's, it's a lousy system. And by the time, and and by the time you're, you get to be, you know, a free agent age 26, 27, whatever you're quote unquote over the hill, you're, you're, you're used up and, and, and they throw you away. It's a terrible system. It is, uh, it is, but you know, again, like I said, it, it does, it, it's the touches that they've got to get. And can you do the most with what touches you do have, uh, you know, cause Hey, you got the Bengals in this division and, and the Ravens and you and I both, I think agree that we think the Ravens are a little overrated. I don't see them being the division favorite like everybody else does. Um, you know, but they, they can open up the offense and the Bengals sure as hell can open up the offense. And I think that's what we're, a lot of us want to see. I mean, we don't need to see Pickett chucking at 60 yards down the field every play, but open it up for the love of God and get some passes over 15 yards. And that that's where you're going to have a lot of help there in the slot. They had no help really in the slot. Uh, and, and we forget the kid, and I would, and I forget his name every time, the, the kid from Memphis that we, we drafted two years ago who got injured in, in training camp and we never got Calvin to see Austin? him. Yeah, he was drafted for – really two specific reasons, tremendous speed and tremendous ability to do things after the touch of the ball. He could be another guy that we finally get to see what he can do. And Matt, and yeah. I think Matt Canada, that, that was not his fault, but um, that was a guy that I think Matt Canada was really hoping he was going to get a lot of playing time and a lot of sites, because if he can do what he did when he was at Memphis, my God. Uh, so that's another guy. Um, we'll see. Yeah. We'll yeah. I'm, I'm excited to see. I'm excited to see what, what he could do. Um, Hey, maybe he could be like our Ty- Tyree kill or something like that. I don't know. I mean, he's a bla- he's blazing speed. You can't, he, you can't teach that. So no, he hasn't had a chance. Yeah. yeah. Every time you remember that, I swear to God, I'm going to buy a Calvin Austin Jersey 
until we do the next podcast so I can know his name. Jeez. <laughs> or hold up a sign or something like that. Yeah, you got to have that. Like every time. The kid from Memphis, his name, he has a name. Oh, um, I, I, I forget so many names. I can't talk. <laughs> right. Um, but yeah, no, it, it's so there's a lot of stuff. And that's why I mean, I mean, from Calvin Austin, Najee Harris to Warren uh, to this offensive line thing going on the right hand side and the left hand side. There are so many storylines going into it. It's just going to be a lot of fun. Yeah. And it's finally here. We're a week away. It's yep. finally here. We could stop talking about it because now everybody, everybody has thinks that, that, that they're going to be awesome. You know, there yeah. are no draft busts. There are no injuries. Everybody, every team is going to be awesome. So we, we're finally going to get down to, you know, actually what's going to happen. And then we're finally going to get down to some preseason games. I guess they still do those. And then, you know, <laughs> so yeah, it's, it's, we're, we're finally, we're finally, instead of just talking about it, actually talking about things that actually are going to happen instead of theoretical stuff. Right. Yep. For sure. Awesome. It's going to be awesome. a fun podcast here in a few weeks after we get into this and see what, how these storylines have all started to develop. Oh yeah. Yes, it will. All right. Well, good to talk to you again. Thanks, Uh, Joe. Good to talk to you. All right. I'll see you. See you, buddy.